Hey everyone, it's Brianna from the Where the Fuck of the Popcorn Facts podcast. Mantis and I want to thank you all for your continued support. It means a lot to us and helps us push through, especially during these tough times. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Where the Fuck of the Popcorn Bags without the U. We post some fire memes and it gives me something to do throughout the day. You can now also find us on Google Play, along with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks! I want a Whopper so goddamn bad. I haven't had fast food in months, Brianna, because I won't go to any place that, that, yeah, I won't go to any place that teens mostly work because of the virus. I'll go to family restaurants. Like, I went to a Chinese food place the other day, and there's just, like, a little old man that sits behind the counter, and I trust him, but I don't trust teens, because if I was a teen and I was sick, I wouldn't tell anybody, and I would just go to work. Oh, please, I would make up an excuse. I believe that there's no teens working right now because they're all like, hell yeah, I wanted that extra $600. I don't feel good. I think I'm going to go home forever. Yeah, but if you're in high school, you don't have the option to get- What is you, no one's No one's laying you off. Like, you're not getting laid off. If you work in at McDonald's, you're not getting laid off. Like, you're working through this shit. So it's all teens working at McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King, and I just miss it so much. It's been months. Months. I've been um hitting the impossible whopper pretty hard. Really? Oh. And no, I tell I'm I'm a pretty good home cook and no amount of homemade freshly grilled cheeseburgers taste the same. This doesn't taste the same as a whopper. I don't know what to tell anybody. Like I'm fucking craving it like crazy. I've been doing the impossible whopper. The Burger King that I go to near my house doesn't have teens necessarily. They look like at least 22. Do you trust them? Yes. Do you trust the Impossible Whopper? How is the Impossible Whopper? Oh my god, it's delicious. It does it taste exactly the same? It doesn't taste exactly the same, but it's about 99% the same. Okay, and is there any reason you specifically get the Impossible Whopper? Because I don't eat meat. Is it, since when? Since June. Why? Because it it's not good for me. Okay, that's fair. I'm not going to judge your choices. I eat fish. I eat fish. But only because, like, when I eat chicken or beef or, like, pork, it's because I'm usually having, like, a chicken nugget or, like, a cheeseburger. And, like, unless I'm making the cheeseburger myself at home, it's not really very good for me. Does this have something to do with your ass? No, that it doesn't really correlate to my ass. My ass story is actually, like, something else. Go on. Do you, want, do you want to know about my ass story? I do. I think everybody wants to know about your ass story. So the other day, I actually hung out with people for the first time in about five months. Ooh, creepy. That's like a ghost story. And this is the punishment I get. So I went over to a friend's house, and we were sitting outside, and I was trying to be all cute, and I had like a little dress on, and I was like, look at me, all cuties. Wee! I'm socializing. <laughs> How exciting. Ooh, and then... Creep- um. Yeah, that's the actual horror story part of it. (laughs) But then out of nowhere, like, you know when you sit on your butt, especially if you weigh, like, a certain amount, your butt kind of, like, doesn't go numb, but, like, you don't really feel it when you're sitting. 
until mm-hmm. you stand up and you're like, oh, all the blood rushed back to my legs. Like, we're fine. So I was sitting there like that. And um, I felt like something bite my like ankle. And I was like, oh, I got a bug bite. I hate being outside. This is why I hate being outside. So I got a bug bite. And then I got into the house to start eating. And I was like, geez, my butt's really itchy. And I was like, hmm, what's going on? And I was like, both of my cheeks are really itchy. And I was like, what's going on? Do I like, am I sweating? Like, is that chafe? Like, what's what's up with that? And it turns out the next day I had about 13 bug bites on my ass. (laughs) That's disgusting. And it's like, I get really swollen bug bites for some reason. I think I might be partially allergic to bugs. I don't know if that's a thing, but I've always gotten really massive bug bites. Like they swell up like, I don't know, a geyser in. (laughs) Oh, are you sure they're bug bites? You just have like, like warts or like lesions all over your body. Like what's going on? You swimming in weird lakes? I know they're bug bites because I've gotten the same kind of bug bites my whole life. Like, I will literally swell a whole nother calf on my leg, which is what happened to one of my calves. Just, we're we're talking mosquitoes. When when you say bug, we're just like, it's mosquito bites, right? Bug bites are mosquito bites? Yeah, mosquitoes. So when you get, when you get skeeter (laughs) bites, when you get skeeter bites... (laughs) Ah, goddamn! Now skeeter bites all over my ass. So, <laughs> when you get skeeter bites, you just swell up like a balloon, like some freak. Okay, um, that's not very nice because it happens to other people, and we don't like to be called the f word. You get you, other people swell up like balloons when they get bitten okay, by mosquitoes. Okay, you're you haven't even seen them. You don't know what they look like. You just said that they swell up really weird and gross. You're the one that they said that. They do. Compared to like other bug bites I've gotten, they swell up like really bad. So my butt feels funny because of the about nine bug bites I have up my actual butt cheeks. It feels as if I had like butt injections. This is what I imagine butt injections <laughs> feeling like. Because when you touch them, they're like really hard. And it's oh. so weird. Oh. I feel like Nicki Minaj. I just, it's so weird. (laughs) Fake butt style. Yeah, I've never had the problem where I have so many bug bites on my ass that my ass feels like a fake butt. Oh, it's it's weird. It's quite a weird and wild feeling. But one of my bug bites actually looks like I have triple E, and I'm like, great, I probably have triple E. What does that look like? (sighs) My leg. Oh, I don't, I don't even want to picture that right now. That's disgusting. Some of them look really bad because I've been itching them, so like the skin's all like broken for me itching them, but Is it green, maybe? Like a pickle? An American pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Great segue, Brianna. <laughs> well, good luck with your weird ass and your bug bites and your Benadryl and your impossible whopper and the rest of your week, Brianna. Because right now we are going to get into talking about the movie we're going to watch tonight, and that is An American Pickle starring Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen and Seth Rogen. I'm very excited. It also stars Sarah Snook, who plays Shiv on Secession. I don't know if you watch that, Brianna. That show is, in my opinion, is the best show on TV right now. Everything about that show is top-notch, and if it holds up, it could be one of the best shows ever. Like, no exaggeration. It's so fucking good. I wanted to watch that show, and I asked my friend who watches more shows than I do if I should watch it, and he said that he's sick of watching white people complain about their lives. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not they're not complaining they're just uh they backstab each other and they're super i don't know angry and ornery and malicious and cruel it's on the back burner don't worry but yeah you, you'll have time it'll be around for a few more seasons and you so you'll have a couple more years to to get in on it but the acting is phenomenal um seth rogan on the other hand is probably one of my favorite comedians in the last 10 years his his acting and his writing so that's why i mm-hmm. call him a, like a comedian instead of just an actor um if for some reason anybody listening to this hasn't seen pineapple express or super bad or this is the end which is probably one of my favorite movies of all time i suggest you go watch those because those are so so funny and i honestly think that they'll always hold up and it's funny because the the uh, the director of this movie, Brandon Trost, he was actually the cinematographer on that movie, and he's actually been the cinematographer on lots of Seth Rogen movies, like The Disaster Artist and Neighbors, A uh, Night Before. I don't know if you've seen that, Brianna. Um, and even I uh, started it, but I never finished it. Oh, it's so good. And have you seen uh, Lonely Island's pop star? No. Oh, you have to never stop, never stop. And so, so goddamn good. Highly recommend it. Uh, Jorma from the Lowly Island is actually in this. And I think he's low key hilarious. So I'm really excited for that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like Seth Rogen in the interview. Oh, great movie. I can't, be- I can't, be- I can't believe that that got like shut down like it did. At the I time. feel like it was, it came out at a rough time in like the world, but. I don't really remember because I wasn't really into world news back then. I was just like, "Why won't this movie come out?" Oh my god, that that feels like decades ago. Was that two thousand like fourteen? What the fuck? That was. Did so you ever long see ago. Neighbors? I never saw yeah. Neighbors, and I hate myself that I've never seen it. No, I love Neighbors, and I was just saying that the cinematographer for the director for this movie was the cinematographer on Neighbors. Uh, the writer for this movie, his name's Simon Rich. Brianna and he wrote for SNL for like 13 years and he was even on the writing team for Inside Out. Okay, I liked that movie. Hello. I love that that movie made me cry. I love that movie. Uh he's actually going to be writing the next Willy Wonka, which I didn't know they were remaking, but apparently they're oh, doing fuck that. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I want to see what the tones like in this movie and see if it Gene Wilder or nothing. Uh but I guess this guy also uh Simon Rich. He Simon Rich wrote a short story called Sellout in 2013, and American Pickle is based on this short story. Okay, I read that. I got that. Yeah, so that's I thought that was interesting. Uh, the The movie on uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a 74% critic score. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's certified fresh. Um, wait, is it? No, is that 80%? That's 80%. Yeah, so 80%. it's not... It's not certified fresh. It's fresh, though. And a 47% audience score, which is not fresh. I mean, it is an HBO Max movie. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. It's the only Seth Rogen movie that's not rated R. Well, it's about a pickle. It's the first Seth Rogen movie ever produced that's not rated R. I found that to be very interesting. Makes sense. All his movies are too funny to be rated PG-13. I, which I'm kind of nervous about. This movie makes me nervous that it's rated PG-13. I'm not saying that you can't make a good movie at PG-13 level, but it's just that you you have to take out a lot of humor and a lot of different things. How would you define Seth, Mo- Seth Rogen movie not being rated R? Because he was in like the Kung Fu Pandas. Was he? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I that. Loved, I loved those movies. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that. I've, I've so just, did you I've, say, like, mostly starring Seth Rogen? This is his first not-rated R movie. Yeah, I think it's like a Seth Rogen movie. Like, you know what a Seth Rogen movie is. He's like, he's on because, the fucking cover yeah. with his with his goofy smile and his, like, eyes all squinty and shit. Like, usually written by uh, Evan, Gold, uh, Evan Goldberg. I really liked Sausage Party. That was a good movie for me with Seth Rogen. I loved Sausage Party. A lot of people didn't I feel like, like a it. A lot of people didn't like it. I liked the the names of the foods. I thought the whole movie was hilarious. I thought the actors that he got to be in that movie was it was phenomenal. He had Edward Norton. Uh he had Selma Hayek. Like that's that's quality talent that you're getting to be in your animated sausage movie. Well, he had like a lot of good people that he normally works with like James Franco and Kristen Wiig and Jonah Hill. I love all those people so much. Craig Robinson, but he had like Paul Rudd in it. Like, hello, Paul oh, Rudd. What a, what a cast. The guy from Workaholics, the tall one. It's the same reason I love This Is The End. The collection of cast that is in the movie is just phenomenal. Uh, so I'm surprised this got a 5.8 on IMDb and a 58 on Metacritic. I mean, I guess I can't be surprised because I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know what to expect. But I'm really hoping that it's it's better than than those ratings right there. Uh, did you know that, so with the help of d- body doubles uh, and green screen, Seth Rogen, he, he shot his scenes as Herschel, the old Jewish gentleman first with like his big beard and hair. And then he trimmed the hair and the beard and he filmed all the scenes as the great grandson shaven and all that. So he filmed a whole movie as one character and then filmed a whole movie as another character two like separate times thought that was really interesting i read that do you want me to act surprised <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> you have to give me something back when i say stuff like that wow gonna... <laughs> that's so crazy what if he had messed up and he needed to like regrow his hair and beard yeah see that's the kind of reaction i'm looking for just for the record me and rihanna are just reading the imdb fun facts and relaying them to you. It wasn't really that many. (laughs) Yeah, there's only four of them. (laughs) Have you seen the trailer for the new bat? I've seen everything. I've seen the stuff for all of them. That's all I've been looking at on people's Instagrams. Oh my god. Hold up. Pause, everybody. The Batman looks like it's gonna fucking slap. Holy shit, that movie looks good. Robert Pattinson looks like a savage and Paul Dano is playing the Riddler. And I love me some Paul Dano. That dude's awesome. So excited for that movie. So, but, 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 but to get back on track, <laughs> to get back on track, uh, we're going to watch The American Pickle tonight. An American Pickle. An American Pickle. Uh, one more fun fact I have, Brianna, is that the film's poster, uh, it's like kind of like an old timey looking poster. It's really cool, but is actually, um, snapped with a preserved camera made in the 19th century i thought that was really neat i'm assuming you read that too but i thought that was really cool that they did that i was just wondering like what that meant i read it and i was like what so yeah it was just a camera from the 19th century that somebody had in a museum that still worked do you think it was one of the ones where like the huge flash bulb went off and they had to replace it and i i do i 100 percent do i think that's fucking awesome the picture of itself of the movie poster reminds me of like when you used to go to amusement park and you'd get those like old timey photos done 
and you'd wear like the the period garb and you'd be like oh i want to pretend like i was in the the gold rush times i I did that with my family when i was like 10 and we all looked like gangsters (laughs) yeah see like that's what the the picture reminded me of um all right so i think we should probably go watch this thing uh before we go i'll leave you with a little uh synopsis uh from what i found on imdb and not the just plain jane synopsis from the very uh this is the gritty one yeah not the not the plain jane plot synopsis but the gritty one made by a fan who saw the movie (laughs) a simple jewish man named herschel greenbaum played by seth rogan works in a pickle factory in brooklyn one day he falls into a vat of brine and stays there perfectly preserved for a hundred years he comes back to life and goes to stay with his great-great-grandson ben who is also played by seth rogan in contemporary brooklyn brianna i am i'm really excited for this movie just like every seth rogan movie so grab your pickle yeah (laughs) let's let's go tickle our pickles (laughs) well we're black (laughs) oh i'm in a good mood that was a fantastic movie i really liked that movie I, now, I'm a Seth Rogen simp, so take it for what it is, but I really enjoyed it. Brianna, what did you think? Oh, same. I am a Seth Rogen simp forever. <laughs> like, me and Seth forever. So what did you he think of the movie? could do no wrong, despite not seeing Neighbors. Um, I liked it. I could see where some people would think it was not the greatest, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was chuckling the whole time. A lot of good jokes. Very well done. I mean, we can get right into it. Um, So it stars Seth Rogen as Herschel Greenbaum and Ben Greenbaum. He plays two characters. He's essentially the he's essentially the only person in the movie pretty much the whole time that like is a main character. There's there's side characters here and there that show up. But it's mainly just Seth Rogen working against himself the whole movie. And the fact that he filmed it as one character a whole time and then shaved his beard and filmed it as the second character for the whole time with a stand-in body double is just that's great and he really he really made it work i really i really thought it was great it had all the uh other characters in it that we talked about in the beginning but they really didn't play a major part in the movie at all so there's really no need to go into like characters like we've done in other episodes um so we could go right into the writing uh so, couple spoilers in here. That's it's it's a little spoilery, but we're not gonna we're not gonna like ruin the mood for you. Um, I liked the writing. I liked that there was a little bit of an interesting twist in the middle air. Spoiler: fifteen seconds. Uh, when they, I didn't expect them to become enemies, Brianna. I thought that was really cool. Well, yeah, because when you realize it's just gonna be the two of them the whole movie, you're like, oh, okay, like oh, now it makes sense. But I didn't think they were gonna like be like butting heads and like really just out me either and i didn't expect the whole internet sensation thing and i didn't expect the juxtaposition between the characters like how ben only has his ups when herschel is having his downs i thought it was weird that we were talking about having like ups and downs before we even started the episode (laughs) but whatever we're just we're just really in tune with uh american pickle clairvoyant just like herschel himself i have a I have a, uh, <laughs> a talent for knowing what is going to happen. That was a good one. That was a good accent. Thank you. I'm a... Uh, I'm a are you a you? Are you a oh. you? Uh, don't spoil it. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't spoil a good thing. 
What'd you think of the uh, directing and like the cinematography? Well, I read that most of it was filmed in Pittsburgh, despite the story taking place in like Brooklyn and like New York. Yeah, that's super interesting to me. It really looked like Williamsburg. I felt a little betrayed. I was like, oh, what? Oh, <laughs> at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't on a soundstage. At least it wasn't no, inside. No, no. You know, like it. It was real life. So. Um. No, that made it more authentic. But. I thought the directing was very solid. I thought like the cinematography was very cool. The like in the beginning, Brianna, the shots I thought were very awesome. Like the very first five minutes of the movie, a lot of still frames, a lot of moving shots that like clearly showed that Brandon Trotz was a cinematographer. You know, like they had. I thought it was the. I thought the the tone was set really well and the lighting was really cool and like the color grading was really awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. They made it look kind of authentic but in like a obviously it was an authentic way yeah like we had just found the footage like ooh, look at us we just found this weird pickle guy <laughs> pickle <laughs> yeah, the, vids <laughs> the writing wasn't the best but it was a movie about a guy who got who got preserved in a vat of pickle juice so i guess you kind of have to stretch your imagination um, it had some but- good one-liners Oh, it had great, yeah. The The dialogue wasn't the part that I'm griping about at all. If anything, it would just be like the structure, a couple things that made you like raise your eyebrow as just somebody who's... Wow. Well, Thanks. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. But you are adult, so I guess take it as it is. What did you think of the acting? Um, You know, I don't want to say it, but like, I don't think Seth Rogen is the best actor. <laughs> he can really deliver like in a performance but like sometimes i don't know it seems a little like forced to me he did really well with the accent though like for i him thought the to accent be, was really good for him to be herschel with that accent the whole time he like didn't really stray from it too much and that was good and i feel like that says something about you but yeah seth rogan's not like oscar worthy he's not like the sense of like jonah hill where like jonah hill can be funny but he can also be serious like seth rogan's just there yeah he doesn't carry great emotional tone i would say he's not conveying a lot of sympathy for his character and stuff like that like you like i like seeing him on screen i think he's really funny i think he's very personable but he's not eliciting like emotions i'm not i'm not getting teared up by his performance no, 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 no. Nothing like moves me about his performance, but No, it was it was saw his accent was funny and I thought that Ben uh played a really great straight man for Herschel cuz Herschel was obviously very crazy and eccentric and over the top. He they made him I love how they made him like kind of trumpy. There was a lot of very there was a lot of Donald Trump comparisons. At one point a guy literally goes it's just like he's playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does go really on like those like crazy like Twitter rants and like just kind of says whatever he wants, but does good. I love, yeah, I, I loved that part of the movie. I loved him acclimating to current day life. I really like stuff like that anyway. So I thought that was very interesting, and Seth Rogen did a good job of. I thought Seth Rogen did a good job of playing a confused man from the 1920s but like not the good thing about this movie was that he didn't spend the whole movie going 
what is this fridge? What is a cell phone? What is this? What is that? Like, he acclimated to the situation and would go into things with an open mind. So it was this character that was confused, but he was willing to go with it and not question everything. So it wasn't spending the whole movie just him trying to figure out what the real world was like. It's because he's a strong, independent Jewish man. (laughs) Well, clearly, he builds a pickle empire. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um... Well, it had something to do with pickles. We all figured that out. <laughs> do you want to go into... Does he build a pickle empire, though? Hmm. Oh, hmm. You're going to have to... You're going to have to watch the movie to find out. So, I'm, I, Brianna, I want to do... Moving forward, I'm going to try to find, like, a soundboard where I can put in clips of my voice saying things before we do a segment. So, before we do like favorite and least favorite scenes i want to hit a button and i want something to come up that goes like it's time for favorites and least favorites or like least uh and then like like earlier in the episode when we talk about the stuff we find on imdb i just want to i want it to go fun facts <laughs> like or something like that but but that that's for another time so uh do you want to you, you want to talk about your favorite scene? My favorite scene? Yes. Not really because I'm like still trying to like figure out my favorite scene. Can you talk about your favorite scene? Yes, I can. I can. So I don't uh, have I the have same two, scene. Yeah, I have two favorite scenes. Um okay. I'll go over my first uh favorite scene and then you can go over yours and then I'll go over my second one if it's not the same. Um so my first favorite scene was the making of the pickles. I thought it was hilarious. I thought the montage was great. I'm a sucker for montages. And the fact that he goes in, tries to buy pickles, they're 90 cents a pickle. So he's like, I don't fucking have 90 cents. And then he goes to the dumpster and finds a bunch of pickles and and salt. And then he grabs a bunch of used jars that he finds that are still filled with sauce and other gross things and he starts cutting up the pickles and he puts them in the jars and he just sets all these open jars there's probably like 25 open jars just in the middle of a park just on a park bench and then he's standing there and it's like he knows it's gonna fucking pour out and he just looks to the sky and it starts downpouring and all the jars get filled with pickle water and he creates this pickle brine that makes these really pungent pickles that all these hipsters love. And he becomes uh, like a progressive icon and an internet sensation over the next like 20 minutes. I thought that was super funny. He was so proud of himself, especially because leading up to that part, he swore to Ben that he would create a pickle empire and prove to Ben that he's an idiot and that he is his true enemy (laughs) i thought that that part was so great so your scene has a lot of spoilers in it (laughs) for anyone that wasn't gonna get that well it was only like 25 minutes in so it's not like it's a crazy big spoiler also just for all those nerds out there that are probably gonna say something it's cucumbers cucumbers are the beginning process of a pickle sure you don't just buy a pickle and then turn it into a pickle it's a cucumber let's all just chill out i'm sorry did i say pickle you kept uh, saying pickle okay i meant fucking cucumbers people okay don't a be a bunch of cunts thanks brianna i appreciate you having my back there <laughs> <laughs> 
for all one person that's going to listen to this and be like, you said pickle, and it's not a pickle until it's brined. I'm just going to be pissed that the one listener of this whole thing is going to have a gripe about the pickle cucumber situation. And they're going to be like, didn't you watch the movie? Yeah, and then they're going to be like, I'm not listening to these people. They just called me out, and then we're going to have no <laughs> listeners. You should be called out. You should be held accountable. Yes. Accountable yourself. Account yourself. Brianna, what was your favorite scene? I did like the pickle montage. That was good. It was solid. The pickle montage was great. Yeah, solid montage. I don't know. I really liked the... This is kind of a sad part, but it's also my favorite part. When... This is a spoiler, by the way. At the end, when Ben gets deported to wherever Herschel is from. I don't know how to say it, but I'm not going to say it. So where he was Shlopska or something like Shlopska. I don't know. So when Ben gets deported back to Eastern Europe, he um <laughs> he's like walking around the town where Herschel grew up, and he's like, "Does anyone speak English? Does anyone speak English?" And he's kind of in a culture shock, and like the opposite of what Herschel did. Like Herschel was like roaming around New York, so now Ben's roaming around Eastern Europe, and he's like, "Oh, help me! I don't speak English." And the only place that is open that will, like, help him is a temple or a synagogue. I don't know. Didn't specify. One of those. Wait, aren't they the same thing? I want to say, it like, it's about size. Oh, okay. I don't know. I I'm, not, I'm not Jewish. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. So <laughs> te- ten, they need ten Jewish men for this gangbang. <laughs> it's not a gangbang because they're praying about dead people. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so if anything, they're playing like a weird game of like Ouija board or something. Oh, Ouija bang. (laughs) He's like, we need, um, 10 people to say this prayer for the dead. And it's like, Ben's like, oh, fine, I guess I'll do it. And like, obviously, since Ben was, grew up Jewish, he like sort of knows the words to the prayer, even though he says he doesn't. And it's just like a nice little tender moment. And like Ben tears up and it's like, oh, Ben, like... You're getting in touch with your Jewish roots. How nice. And then all of a sudden you see Herschel and he's like, whoa, hey. And then they reconnect. Yeah, that was super sweet. I thought the ending was was touching. I really did. A uh, bit abrupt, that, like how it ended itself, like in general. Mm-hmm. But I wish like, I don't know. I'm glad they didn't drag it out. I agree. The, the movie didn't drag. That's for sure. It was pretty concise. There was maybe one point in time where they were walking through the woods at the end there, which is a that's actually my least favorite scene, and I'll I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, that that part kind of dragged a little bit. But yeah, that's the yeah that's a, that's a solid uh, favorite scene. Um, I have an, I have another favorite scene that's that's a bit different from both of our our first favorite scenes. Uh, it's the debate after he becomes a bastion of conservative hope. Mm-hmm. Kanye West defends his right to offend <laughs> after he calls out cripples and sodomites. <laughs> I thought that part was really weird. And he goes to this college to to debate this like progressive author. And she's like, how can you possibly say this about women, about people of color, about this, about that? <laughs> and and he's just like, oh, you must be on your menses. Like, you stay in your tent. <laughs> just... He's like, women were meant to be servers or like servants. Yeah. 
<laughs> they have little hands and breasts who serve milk. And... <laughs> you have a hole that drops hope. <laughs> <laughs> in the, the crowd, there's like white guys in the crowd that are like, they're nodding their head. They're like, yeah, hmm, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you have a hole where babies come out. You literally have a, a serving hole. <laughs> and even like the women in the audience are like nodding like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm with him. I totally get it. I'm I'm there. I'm there all day. Serve up that hole. I like that part. I did as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did too. I do have a least favorite scene. Now, in my head, least favorite scene doesn't mean worst. Uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Uh, but at the end, when Herschel is getting smuggled to Canada by Ben, that part kind of dragged a little bit. Um, so Herschel is going to get deported from the U.S. because they can't find him in their quote-unquote Jew files, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't find his immigration papers at Ellis Isle, and it was literally just like boxes that said Jews. <laughs> so that was good but uh so they so herschel breaks into ben's home and he's like listen take me to canada you'll never have to see me again they go up to canada and they're walking through the woods and it just takes a long time it seems unnecessary the whole reason is so that uh herschel can steal ben's identity and ben will get deported instead of herschel uh, like that's like the reason that they was had that the scene. whole reason though. Well, I thought no, no, they no, like, like actually the... tried to go to Canada. No, no, they were actually trying to go to Canada, but in terms of the writing, like it was clearly just a device to get them to. The writing needed a reason for the cops to deport Ben instead of Herschel, so they they created that scene. But I personally thought that they could have done a f couple other things that would have made it a little more interesting, because the whole Canada scene seemed to really just not gel in the whole movie there was literally five minutes of them pretending to go to canada and then they don't even go and he gets deported i think they just could have done it in a little more of a creative way so that was that was my least favorite scene but it wasn't a bad scene it was just my least favorite scene isn't seth rogan canadian he is canadian yeah i think he's from vancouver maybe he just wanted to like give it a shout out yeah maybe just like a little bit of a little bit of canada pride <laughs> canada pride ladies and gentlemen <laughs> hey, listen, if you're from Canada right now, go Canada. Okay? <laughs> I'm getting so good at learning the Canada, um, the Canadian national anthem from watching all the hockey games. Oh, really? I'm pretty much two games away from knowing the whole thing. Wait, hold on. Let's. Oh, Canada. I don't really. My the French home part and faithful land. True patriot love through all our Frenchmen. Through Canada and Canada. Was that close? We stand on Canada. <laughs> Listen, we respect you, you Canadian patriots. But yeah, then they get into French, and you're like, "What? Are they speaking a different language?" I don't. I, I can't go that far. Yeah, <laughs> I know Spanish. That's it. <laughs> I only know like a few things. My least favorite scene. Yeah. What was your least favorite scene? I don't know. I feel like I got put on the spot. I don't know. I there wasn't really a scene that I didn't like. And or thought was like, uh, why is this in here? <laughs> I uh, I think that's fair. Uh, it was only an hour and thirty minutes long. Classic comedy length. Not like I said earlier, not a lot of drawn out points. Uh, just that one scene in the woods, but it was really like, like maybe thirty seconds too long. So 
I mean, I didn't really hate any any part of this movie, if I'm being completely honest. But me and Brianna are Seth Rogen's simps. So, just take that for what it there is. There wasn't even, like, parts where it was, like, cringy. I just, like... I no, I thought I thought all the humor was really good. There were a couple times where I was like, are they going to make weird millennial jokes that kind of just like poke at young people? But they didn't. All the all the jokes were like spot on. The, at one point, this guy in a bird scooter drives by and Seth Rogen's like, yeah, it's a bird scooter. And I was like, are they going to make a joke about millennials liking technology too much? But Seth Rogen goes, oh, yeah, they're really fun, actually. So and that was like that was it. Like the joke was just like that they have bird scooters and he was. Herschel was confused by it. So I thought that was decent. Well, Herschel also did say, like, why do you need that? You have two legs, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's like a decent okay boomer meme. There was, I'll like, take... that funny part where they, like, explain how the pickle brine, like, preserved him for 100 years. And, like, there's scientists, like, talking about it at, like, a press conference. And Seth Rogen as Herschel is like, yeah, they said it just preserved me well. <laughs> and that was like the only actual reason why they never explain it. And it was like, oh man, like the writers were like, oh no, what do we do? Oh, we don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I love how when at that part, because they're sitting in this big conference room and the scientists are about to explain it. And they go, if you look at this graph and then it cuts to Herschel's voice go, and the scientists dis, uh, told us that everything was okay, and the pickle brine saved me. And all the reporters just go, hmm, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I thought that was good. But yeah, I didn't really have a least favorite scene. They do make all fun right. of Polish people a lot, so if you're Polish, you might be offended, but... <laughs> One of the... They popped a Polish joke off in the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Very solid. Um... How many popcorn bags are you giving it? Oh, this is very tricky. Well, I gave 31 popcorn bags. Don't grade it off of what we gave the last movie because this is a completely different movie. We haven't watched an actual good movie yet. Like, we haven't watched a comedy either, like a movie that was supposed to be a comedy. I know, but I like also enjoyed No Holes Barred. <laughs> yeah, but but you should be rating them in a different category. So like they can all have the same like they No Holes Barred was and, a comedy, wasn't it? <laughs> I think I think it was a dramatic action thriller. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to give American Pickle like thirty two popcorn bags because obviously it was much better than Old Bard. See, that's why I gave No Holds Barred eight. Well, I liked No Holds Barred. Well, that's, yeah, all right, that's that's fair then. American Pickle, I think it's a solid, I feel like our scale is just way too big. Like a 39 popcorn packs. Wow, all right, that's amazing because I also gave it a 39 popcorn bags. Get out of here. Wee-oo, 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 wee-oo. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. I really uh, I enjoyed it. I can't. That's like that's like the golden popcorn bag right there. When we give it the same exact score. Yeah, it is. Cue the golden so shower. Whapping <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Cue the golden a- golden shower ASMR. Whoosh. 
Okay, I don't know what kind of golden shower that was. <laughs> that could be that could be part of our Patreon. We could do golden. We could do ASMRs and pretend that we're peeing on people. Okay, you can do that. Um. <laughs> Listen, just DM us if you want a golden shower Patreon. What do you mean pretending to give people? Like we could. I mean, I guess we could sell pee. I could just bottle my pee and sell it. Oh, that's interesting. Would you recommend this movie? Yes. Me as well. I would 100% recommend this movie. Please go watch it. It's so funny. It's tricky as fuck to figure out how to watch it, though. Give them the lowdown on what happened to you. Brianna has Roku, and she signed up for uh, HBO Max. Well, yeah, I have a Roku attached to my TV from the 1900s. Around (laughs) the same time that Herschel was born, my TV is from. And... (laughs) So I have a Roku attached to it, and I thought that HBO and HBO Max were the same thing because that's where my technology brain limit is. And turns out HBO Max is a totally separate thing that's not available on Roku, and American Pickle is not available on regular HBO. But luckily, I signed up for HBO Max on my laptop, so I had to watch it on my laptop. Not ideal, but... First word problems. Yeah, you know, so if you have regular HBO, you could not watch an American Pickle. So if you're poor, I'm just kidding. I'm actually using someone else's HBO Max because (laughs) I definitely don't have it. (laughs) I signed up for a seven-day free trial after using, like, my seventh email. I've gone through... There's nothing wrong with creating several different emails. I have maybe 15 different Gmail accounts. I've been... I've been looking through HBO Max just to see if there's any good movies to watch. I haven't really found any. I've been looking... I really want to watch My Private Idaho. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Is that the one with um, River Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. That's the one with River Phoenix and Keanu Reeves. I've never seen it, but I really want to watch it. So I think I might watch it this week. Maybe I'll put a little review up on the Instagram. Um, But I want to watch that. And I also want to watch uh, My Left Foot with Daniel Day-Lewis. I've seen like half of that. And... I think it was it was really good. I just I it was on like HBO. I had to leave to go somewhere, but it was really it was a decent movie when I when I saw the first half. I'm not gonna lie. I want to watch the new Scooby Doo movie, the animated one. Mm-hmm. I'm having a little bit of a midlife crisis, so yeah, I need to watch that. Is it called Scoob? Yes. Why are you having a midlife crisis? Because I'm old, and gnarly, and just depressed. That's fair. That's Let me fair. See. Uh, if anybody's listening to this, um. Please shoot into our Instagram DMs and wish Brianna a happy birthday. She is 30 years old, feeling the vibes, which are bad vibes. So if you want to slip into the DMs and cheer her up, that'd be really great. Happy birthday, Brianna. We love you. Here From here, everyone at Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags. All of us. From all of us at Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags. Happy birthday. I want to watch um, American Animals. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I want to see that too. That it has Evan good. Peters in it, and I love him. And I also want to see Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari was really good. I really enjoyed that movie. That was like a solid blockbuster film, 100%. You know what else is on here? What? All the Free Willies are on here. All the Home Alones are on here. Ooh, and solid. Free Willy. Besides all the Harry Potters that are on here, there's um the amazing Panda Adventure. Ooh, that's good. Did you good. ever watch that movie when you were little? No, I don't know what that... <laughs> I said, ooh, that's good, and I don't know what the fuck that movie is. 
but there's also Born to be Wild, which is a great movie. Is that like Homeward Bound? Homeward Bound was such a good movie. Born to be Wild is about this kid who steals a gorilla from a zoo because he wants to go on like an adventure with it. Oh no, I just, that makes me think of Jungle to Jungle, Tim Allen. Okay, that's nothing to... (laughs) (laughs) That's a good movie though, right? It's a good movie, but it's nothing to do with stealing a gorilla. (laughs) Yeah, The Amazing Panda Adventure. I I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't have any interest in watching that. You should watch that and then report back to us. I've already seen it. I had it on video. It's cute. I mean, it's cute. It has its little moments, but it's definitely made for children that have no idea what a panda is. Not grown women in the middle of a midlife crisis? No, I'd rather watch Scoob. Let me know how that is. I'm actually very curious to see how that how that goes. Also, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Oh, I didn't want to see that at all. I have no interest in watching that. I didn't want to see it because I didn't want to pay for it. But now that it's free to me, mm-hmm. I'll probably watch it. And I have seen some very, very mixed reviews about it on the the webs Mm. and i'm getting all geared up because you know 2022 is gonna come out of nowhere and i get to be ready for my dc movies is 2022 the big year for dc movies i think so i think that's when like they're trying to release all this stuff well they said it said 2021 the batman was gonna come out so is that gonna be the beginning of like some kind of new dark chapter of dc because the batman looks dark and it looks good i read that there's supposed to be some sort of like justice league like suicide squad like face-off thing if it's as long as it's not the shitty lame dc they've been working with and it's like this like this new dark fucked up dc i'm all for it (laughs) (laughs) i'm all for it okay Speaking of movies I'm excited for, next week uh, for the podcast episode, we're going to be watching First Cow. I don't really know anything about it other outside of the the ads I've been seeing on Facebook, but it looks really interesting, and the reviews have said that it it's pretty solid, so I'm 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 pretty excited to watch that for for a part of our sounds like a porn movie series. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I'd ever watch a porn called First Cow, but... <laughs> but you can't say it wouldn't be called a porn. But yeah, I can't I can't say that in my mind, if you said First Cow, I wouldn't be like, is that maybe a is porn? That... <laughs> <laughs> Just like an American uh, Pickle, you're like, is that some sort of like parody porn movie? <laughs> So, uh, just for just for clarification, uh, I know we've been kind of doing obscure, older movies that we've we've never seen, um, but I think that me and Brianna came to the conclusion that maybe that that wasn't really completely our style. Like it didn't really feel like us. Yeah, no, we didn't intentionally pick obscure older movies. That was not our original goal. But we were really hot on the beaver theme, and then we were really hot on the wrestlers theme. And the wrestlers theme, like, yeah, you know, we could have picked more recent movies, but eh, that wouldn't have been fun. Eh. And sorry, Terry Jean Balea was not in any recent films that weren't naked people involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was in some 
some cuckold porn. Uh, <laughs> hey, if that's your thing, though, uh, don't let that be embarrassing. No, J.O. To, to the cuckold porn all day if you want that. That's that's totally up to you. Um, I was going to say that I'm glad we, we were watching some movies coming up that we're going to enjoy watching that we actually want to see and that have people in it that we like. These um, movies are like hard to find though. What, new movies? Yeah, I thought the older movies were hard to find, but these new movies are like all locked up tight. Well, yeah, well in terms of us watching, yeah. yeah. Going to have to going to have to, you know, get a little torrent download. Torrent download. Yeah, but I don't want someone like stealing my information. No, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it all set up. Don't worry about it. Nobody narc. No, don't be narcs. You know that's number one rule around here. <laughs> I have a lot of Sims data on here that I don't want to lose. <laughs> the FBI is going to come and take all your Sims data because you're torrenting movies. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> the first like three months of quarantine, that's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, I think that we should uh, call it night. It's actually pretty early in the night for us. It's only one twenty-one in the morning. Normally, we finish... When the sun comes up. <laughs> yeah, we finish recording around 3.30 a.m. And I don't get to get to bed until like 6. But I think tonight's pretty going to be okay. I have the Red Bull farts, so I don't know how that, <laughs> that's going to keep me up or not. <laughs> I have to chug my clear Benadryl, so... Brianna, do you want to give our little spiel before we... So we sign off. No, I don't want you to yell at me. No, just do it. No. I'm going to yell at you if you don't do it. No. Do it! No. Actually, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at where the fuck at the popcorn bags without the you. Because without you, Mantis would yell at me all the time and I would never make it through. <laughs> and I need your support so one day I can throw him in pickle brine and then light it on fire. Also, don't forget to give us a rating or a review. We really like positive reviews. And if you want to leave a negative review, just send it to me on a DM on Instagram so I can cry about it at night in the privacy of my own home and not on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. On that note, we will see you next week, everybody. Have a fantastic night or morning or wherever the fuck you're at right now in your life. We love you. Stay positive. Brianna, say goodbye. Wear your mask. <laughs> Bye. Bye.